there, our listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about My Dearest Darkest by Kayla Cottingham. Um, I do want to extend my thanks to the publisher for gifting me an arc of the novel. Now, that being said, it's not really going to hinder or um, make me bias in any way, shape, or form. Um, so this is Cottingham's debut novel, and I have to say, I was um, overall impressed with the novel. I will say that there were a lot of bumps early on, and I think that really had to do with the characterization of Finch, who is one of our central characters. Um, Finch is clearly a homeschooled girl. She is she lives a very sheltered life under her parents, who clearly adore her and she loves her parents but it seems that they did keep her quite isolated um, just because her naive attitude bordered on the unbelievable for me I found it to be unbelievable now the reason being I found it so unbelievable is because I just didn't when she first encounters Finch, when she first encounters Kayla, I mean not Kayla, sorry, um, when she first encounters Selena, St. Clair, obviously Selena and her friend had been drinking at the end of the year, they were under some, you know, bleachers and they were caught um, during her audition into the school. Um, and she just like gasped. She's like, is that alcohol? And it was just kind of unbelievable for me. It just really struck me as like, really? Is she that naive? Is she that sheltered? Is she that, um, bordering on unbelievable? And um, it was a little bit of a drawback because even some of that chemistry with her parents, like her parents seemed also very fake. So I was just like, mm, not really into it. I was more interested in Selena St. Clair. I felt like, like she was more of a flushed out characterization um, versus Finch's. I thought hers was more engaging. A stronger introduction it's clear you know they are supposed to be foils of each other they're supposed to um, balance each other out and it worked you know overall I will say this I do think that Cottingham's character development did grow to the point where Finch really did come into herself you know she went through an accident um, before the school year started, it's completely changed her appearance and <coughs> it just left her, I guess, more open to the harsher realities of the world in a way. Now, that being said, I think Finch could have been developed a little bit better 
Um, like I said, her characterization was well done overall throughout the course of the novel. I do think her character does grow. Her character does have to come to terms with a lot, you know. She grew up sheltered, and now she is in this world completely without her parents. And she's also discovering her own sexuality, um, considering her, you know... It's clear her parents limited her interaction with others while growing up, and that's, you know, quite a shame. You know, I don't think any parent should ever do that to their kid, um, just because they believe them to be a prodigy, and it's like, oh, we really want you to work on your studies. You know, I don't think that that's really the white, right way um, to parent, and you really see it here, because Finch just doesn't really know how to interact with people, and she seems very lost with herself and her own sexuality, but you really do see her come into her own skin. You really see her become um, very confident. You see her become a stronger individual throughout the course of the novel. And I really do think Cottingham did a really good job with developing her character as a whole. Now, like I said, I thought Finch was great. Um, Finch has her own things, not Finch, <laughs> Selena. <laughs> Selena Sinclair. I thought Selena Sinclair was great. She's also going through a lot. She has a lot of trust issues with um, this girl that she wanted to date, but she wasn't ready to be out yet, um, out as bisexual. And yet, this girl vindictively outed her against her own will and they're kind of friends but it's this really toxic friendship and you see it it's incredibly toxic so selena as well has to contend with you know um her trust being broken trying to fix that trying to kind of forgive and move on it's just like okay my sexuality's been out in um i'm gonna have to just kind of figure out how to navigate this new world that I wasn't really ready to enter. So you really do feel for her um, because she has to deal with a lot. And you also see her open her eyes a little bit more too to her own privilege as a white girl from a wealthy family. She sees her friends, you know, struggling. And, and that's what you see in this book as well. I mean, the core of the story, like the essential core outside of the horror and the sinister and the supernatural, it's about girls finding themselves. You've got the girl who doesn't think she's smart enough, the girl who doesn't think she's clever or brave enough, the girl who doesn't think she's pretty enough. All these girls, in some way, don't think they are good enough. And yet... They are finding their own strength in this story. They are finding out that, yes, indeed, they are good enough. They don't need some magical being to make them better at the cost of their own sanity and at the cost of their own um, health. You know, it's just, you're seeing it, and these girls are finding out, we don't need you. We are good enough. We are good enough. And I think that that's such a great message. You know, I think throughout our lives, we tend to always feel like we're not good enough. Um, even, you know, I'm 30 now, and I still get that way sometimes. Like, am I good enough? Am I a good enough mother? Am I a good enough worker? Um, am I good enough? You know, I think we are always kind of second-guessing 
ourselves but I think ultimately you know we are good enough you know as long as we make ourselves happy and as long as the people around us um respect us and respect our happiness you know could we always do better but I think you know as long as we give it our all we are good enough and I like that message in the story (laughs) in the story ultimately I think it's a great one for young readers. I think it's a great one for women in general. I think it's a great one for anyone, regardless of gender, who is struggling with feeling if they're good enough or not, you know? Um, Now, as for the atmosphere, Cottingham nailed it, and that's probably, I, I mean, yes, the message, I loved it, and I loved the character development, you know, had a rocky start in the beginning, wasn't sure if I was gonna like it, but it was that atmosphere, like that opening scene, you know, driving on a rainy road, middle of nowhere, eight-eyed, antlered deer right there, and you're just like, like that's sinister. And it, that tension, you know, right there, that sinister, it carries on throughout the rest of the story and it grows and it grows. and there was this moment halfway through the book, this very detailed, very powerful scene um, that I probably shouldn't have read after midnight. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to sleep now. Might as well just finish reading the book. And I did. You know, I finished reading the book um, probably two hours after that, max. I was just like, well, I'm not going to sleep now. Might as well finish. And I like a book. You know, everyone likes a good scare, and I really did like that good scare. And it just made me more engaged in the story. And I'm like, well, I need to I need to finish reading this now. I need to see what's going to happen. So I do think that it was well done, that atmosphere, that horror, that supernatural tension. There's also a little bit of mystery thriller in here as well, you know. <coughs> there is really good mystery in the story as a whole um especially because it does connect to a cold case and you're just like how do these two things go together you know you know something sinister is going on you know something sinister is happening but you cannot pinpoint what it is and i love that you know a story that keeps me guessing a story that keeps me engaged i've said this before that is a story for me worth reading and considering it's been a while since i've read it it's still very fresh and it's still very memorable in my mind. And I think that that is essential for the storytelling. And so ultimately, you know, I will give my dearest darkest four out of five stars. I do think it is worth reading. Um, I think it's memorable. It has a rocky start, yes, but overall it does overcome that rocky start and delivers a fresh, unique, young adult horror that has a great message for young readers while also scaring the pants out of you. I mean, that one scene is just like, um, wow. (laughs) Um, So once again, my dearest, darkest, four to five stars. Please remember to purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. If money is tight, um, please check out that book from your local library. And I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast subscribing to it and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.